Welcome everyone online, everyone in person, everyone on the recorders. Bez Hashem, we are learning in Shir number 391, Once again, And the Chaber is telling us at the end, this is towards the end of the simon here, middle end. If you rubbed your hands together, okay, so you wash your hands, you rub them together. Be careful not to touch any part of your hand that the water did not reach. And what we've been talking about is as follows. We learned in the previous simon that there are different opinions. There's a machloikis. Do you have to wash only your fingers or your, your palm and behind the palm as well, the back of the hand? And we said, ideally, make sure you wash the whole entire hand up to the wrist. What the Mechaber is talking about over here is, let's say you only washed your fingers. And there are many opinions that say that's all you need to do. And let's say you only have a little water. So better to wash with what you have, and you fulfill, according to some opinions, as opposed to just use a towel and, and a napkin to hold your bread, right? But now, be careful not to touch the back of your hand, that spot where you did not wash. That's what we're discussing here, okay? So he's going to elaborate on that in the Mishnah Ruder. Well, you don't, you don't have a revius here. You don't have a revius here, but but not only that, he you did show, he says here, be careful not to touch past the place Don't touch the back of your hand or your palm where the water never got to. Okay, rather because they metame each other. They make parts of the hand pure. Explains the Mishnah Brura on the bottom of page 116. If you rub your hands together. So he actually does say like you're from Gadali. Even if you did pour a revius at one time. Even if you did pour a revius. Which we had learned is the best thing you have to do. And and you know now that we're learning these halachas, I'm actually looking at the washing cup. And it's just so little. A revius is so little. The water fills up in like five seconds, you know, depends on your water pressure, and you already have your revius right there. So even if you did pour revius at one shot, or you already pour the second pouring of the waters on your hands. Nonetheless, if you touch above where you didn't wash. You're now going to be metami yourself. Okay? Is that only in your hands? Yes. Yes, correct. If you touch your arm. Well, well, uh, that's a different story. If you, let's discuss. Let's discuss. The question was, is it only for your hands? If it's your forearm, that's what we're saying is not a problem. Okay? Why? Because the forearm is not a part that has to be... We're going to elaborate on that in a minute. But what you just touched was... was where your shirt is covering your right. So over there, if a person would touch his skin, for example, where you put your tefillin on, that is a part of the body that is normally covered, right? Just right. Your your shirt, even if you're wearing a short sleeve shirt, it's covering that. That is a part of the body that is normally covered. That's a whole different story. Therefore, one would have to wash his hand again for a different reason because he touched a part of the body that's normally covered. Here we're saying if you touch your forearm. That's not a problem. 
Or your forehead. Or your forehead, it's not a problem. Okay, we're talking here specifically, specifically, your palm and the back of your palm, that would be a problem if you only washed your fingers because <coughs> there are opinions that say that this part of the hand also has to be washed. Continues the Mishnah here, he says, in Chutz Mimokam, Sifkot Nenvav, Rak Ad He tells us very clearly, you only wash your hand until the, until the end of the knuckles. Only the fingers. The yotzo yidei netilo, you fulfilled your obligation of washing. Laharbi placed according to many places in Kaburba, Simon Kosamach Aleph, as we had learned, <coughs> excuse me, previously in Simon Kosamach Aleph. Well, the Maidlam Yisham, Avdeinu Chayev, Lito Sham, Lenitilo Schulin. Now, above your fingers, the back of your hand and your palm, even though you're not obligated to wash there for mundane food as opposed to truma. It's still considered to be tame. Why? Because for truma, you would have to wash there. And once again, the halachas and the tilas are connected to that the kohanim would wash their hands for the truma that they would eat. So that's that's what it's based on. That's what these halachas are based on. It's just a beautiful. I don't want to call it a side point. It's a beautiful explanation of the parameters of why the, the back of your hand and your palm would become tame if you didn't wash them and you, and you touched that part of the hand. Because for truma, it's a problem. Even though you're eating chulin, but these halachas of Natila Sadaim are based on the laws of truma. That's what we're saying over here. It's right, very timely if you're a kipper. That, that, no, but he's, what Avangadali is saying that. that uh, we only wash the fingers because you see there's a premise in halacha, even though the whole year round we try to do the best way possible to wash the whole entire hand, but washing the fingers will suffice. That will be a fulfillment of the washing. That's until you die for for uh, impurity of the in the morning. Continues the second last line on the page. Above that part, in other words, your forearm. I'm sorry, uh, above the part of the of the fingers, even though you don't have to wash for chulim, we said, your moist, wet hand, if it touches above your fingers, it will become tummy. This is what I want to tell you, that if you're if your left hand touches your right forearm, ein lachush b'hanegiyah lemayla desham ein makom to maklal lechol apayiskim. Everyone agree. They all agree. Everyone agrees that by the forearm, there's no category of impurity. So there's no concern if you touch over here with your hand wet, dry. It doesn't make a difference. No problem at all. Vida. This that we're saying, that you'd be careful not to touch your the the hand, the back of the palm or the palm, is rak yod of lachos. It's only when your hands are still wet. But after you dried your hands, there's no concern at all. After you dried your hands, no concern at all. And even if somehow, some way, something, 
some liquid water got on your hand and you touched the part that you didn't wash afterwards, it's not a problem. Why? Because you already purified your hands and you dried your hands. So even if you touch something afterwards, right, it's not an issue, not a concern. Okay, that was Siv Zion. Siv Zion said that when you wash your hands, be careful that if you're only washing your fingers, don't touch the back of the hand or the palm if it's still wet. Says the Mechaber in Sif Ches. Interesting case over here. Looking for your towel. You can't find a towel. You take your hand and you pick it up and like you're drawing it on your hair. Not scratching your head, but drawing your, your hand on your hair. Okay. Yes, it sounds a little strange, but that's the case. Okay. Perish Kedela Nagva, to dry your hand. Back here in Sif, in Sif Ches, we're saying that you washed your hand and you're drying it on your head, to dry, with your, the, the hair of your head to dry your hand. Now, later on, in the next two simanim, we're going to learn that if you scratched your head or you took your hand and you didn't have a towel, so you, you looked at for the wall and you dried your hands in the wall with, you know, so now the wall is wet from the moist from the wetness that you just wash your hands. And afterwards, you touch that wall where the wet water was that was on your hand, or afterwards you touched your head where you put that wet water. You know what happened now? You just made your hands tummy again. Okay, you just made her hands tummy again. It's it's basically like what Rabbi Achmiel just asked. If if your hands are wet, you touch someone else's hands. Who didn't, right? You made your hands tummy again. That's what just happened. Those waters that are tummy. So once again, let's just talk about the case where you your hands wet, you can't find a towel. Obviously, in this generation, it's not as common. When was the last time you dried your hands on the wall? Okay, or on the counter, right? We have towels, we have paper towels, we have tissues, Baruch Hashem. They didn't have all that back then. Where else you used your pants? So, clothing is, I believe, is brought down as which means it could cause a person to forget his learning. So, a person should not be drying his hands on his clothing. Okay? It says chalukai over there. It says shirt. So I don't know if there's a difference between the shirt or the pants, but it does say clothing. Okay? So it's better not to. Continues the mechaber. Afal gav the chol kamo. Lo shif shif mitarim b'shif shif. Hash the chaz of gora. So you're saying here, even though normally when you mishashif your hands you rub your hands together, it's a good thing. If, if you afterwards wash twice, like we learned, and then you rub your hands together, here you're going to cause another problem because that water, which is impure, which is tame, is going to cause the problem. We already learned. The Mechaber tells us we already learned 
he reiterates it that if he used a revius at one time, there's no problem at all. There's nothing to be concerned about. Why? Because we are learned. Revius at one time. What does that accomplish? It accomplishes that there's no the water itself is not tame. Says the Mishra Sikhan Zain. Not all uh, he says like this. This whole Sivkot and Zion, for the most part, is a clarification of what's going on here. He says, Afarish Klal Inun shall The Mishnabrura, our Rebbe, says, I'm going to explain what's going on over here in this Allah. So he says, We learned earlier in Siv Bays, the Hanoitel Yod of Tsarich Lishbaich Maim Rishain Mashniyim. We learned in this little review that a person washes his hands for bread, he has to pour water on his hands twice. The first waters, they purify the hands, and they themselves, now, the waters are tummy. The second waters purify the water that was on your hand. They wash it away. It's only if you use a revius of water in one shot that according to most authorities, most Paiskim, they say you do not need a second washing. Because of Kana Mechabit, Mechabit writes over here, Rak, Mayim If you only washed one washing, one pouring of water, less than a revius of water, the Hamayim Tmeimim, the water that's on your hand is Tame. Therefore, Im Kinach, if you dry them, Nitaru Yodov, your hands now are totally tahar, totally pure. Even without pouring the water a second time on your hands. Why? Your hand itself became purified from the first pouring of the waters. Are we good so far? Okay. V'rak im chazar v'noga b'mehakinuach nitmu yodov mehem. It's only if you go back and touch the waters of the first time you washed. If you touch those actual waters, that's when your hands become tummy. Okay. V'aimber alocha shbi arnu dehaynu b'diyevit avulachatchilat tzarich l'shniim dafker. This whole discussion here in Sivchas is only b'diyevit, which means you're only using one pouring of water. But, if you do it properly, by pouring it twice, once, to purify your hands, two, to take off the tummy dick of water, then this, this whole discussion doesn't begin. Okay? Sivkot nunches b'reishoy, you are drying your uh, your hand with the hair on your head, b'sayrish b'reishoy, so the Mishru says, one second, if you touch perspiration on your head, we know the Allah is you have to wash your hands a second time. As you'll see in Kuf Samech Dalit, This case is different. Shiny Hacha, you're not scratching your head. When do you have to wash your hands again? That's if you scratch your head. You know, imagine you, you, you want to go shake someone's hand. You want to say hello. And then you see him scratching his head. Are you interested in shaking his hand now? No way. So that's when you'd have to wash your hands. You just rub your hand. And your, 
you didn't scratch your head. That's what we're discussing over here. Sifkot Nuntes. The Mechaber says, then you go back and touch those same waters that you dried your hand with on the wall. And we're talking about a case where you only poured the water in your hands once and there's less than the Revius. Then those waters on the wall are tummy. Normally, your hands become tar uh, and uh, when you pour the water on and you rub them together. Because you just poured the water in your hands. You just purified your hands. That alone, even without the second waters, should purify your hands, tie your hands. You could just dry them also. Because you dried your hands from the water that's on it, hashta the of naga gara. However, in this case, when you go back and touch those first waters, it makes it worse. Gara v'tzarech lenagiv of litol karoi. As we learned earlier, how do you fix the problem? Dry your hands and then rewash them. Dry your hands and rewash them. We continue now with siftes. Siftes. The mechaber says as follows. <coughs> so we're just going to start here. He says like this. When you pour mayim rishonim on your hands, you have to be careful that when you pour the first waters in your hands, that there's nothing that stays on your hand. The examples they give are, let's say, a little piece of a of a twig, a little pebble. Or anything else. You know, sometimes you wash your hands, you see, oh, something's on your hands, so you flick it off. We're not discussing chatzitza. That we learned about early in Kusama Khalif, the previous seminar. We're not talking about chatzitza. What's chatzitza? Chatzitza means a separation. Right? That we learned in Kusama Khalif, the previous chapter. We're not discussing chatzitza. Here we're talking about that, we do, I'm going to elaborate on it, we don't want to have anything remaining on your hand. So if there's dirt on your hand, the water doesn't wash off. Well, if there's dirt on your hand, the water doesn't wash off. So hopefully, the water is washing off the dirt. Hopefully, the water is washing off the dirt. We're not talking if it's mummish like mud and stuck on, then you know that's a different story. That's that you have to get rid of that mud first, that dirt. But we're going to see more on this. So he says. So here's the problem. You have, the water only purifies your hand. The water does not purify the item that's on your hand. Okay? Now, once again, if you pour a revius of water on your hand at one time, you don't have to be concerned about for this, these issues of the issues of maybe there's something still in your hand, right? You know, sometimes you you finish washing and you put your hand on the counter and then you you look and you see like some cellophane paper or some uh, plastic from the bottle cap or something, right? These little things that you know you don't feel it or some tissue is still there. Who knows what? Says the Mishra here. Let's see if caught in some base. Tzarich lizar vim einan lizar 
And if you're not careful with this, that there's nothing still in your hand, and after you pour the water in your hand the second time, so you'll say, one second, if I poured water a second time, how could something still be in my hand? And the answer is because instead of being by your finger, and now the water pushes it down to the back of your hand. But maybe it still remains on your hand. So he says, Your hands are tummy. It's not a good washing. And you have to dry your hands. And go back and wash your hands a second a, a second time. Second time doesn't mean one pour, one pouring of water. It's meaning dry them, pour again one, pour again two. However, let's say you pour the water in your hand one time, and you actually actually notice that there's this little pebble, a little something on your hand, and you take it off, you remove it, and then you pour the water the second time. Or by pouring the second waters, the actual the actual uh, pebble got washed away. We have to understand. Maybe that alone helps. So if you pour the second waters and that second waters washed off that thing totally, that also perhaps can help the situation. The Maram Benet is a Mordechai Benet. One of his descendants lives here in our community, a friend of ours. Okay, so the Goyin, the Mordechai Benet, he says, he's not so comfortable that maybe the second waters that washed off the little pebble is not such a good approach to, to fulfill your washing. And therefore you should take it off beforehand and then wash again properly. To make sure there's nothing pebbles or twigs or little uh, like toothpick pieces on your on your hand, and even if it's loose and water could get underneath it, so wouldn't be a chatzitza, wouldn't be a separation. Because the the invalidating factor is not because of a chatzitza. Not because the water can't get there. No, we said the water can get there. But rather, it's as we're going to explain, that the issue is that that item, when you pour water on it, does not become tahar from that water. The water purifies your hands, not that item that's on your hand. That's the issue. Here what's going on. That little pebble or that little twig that's on your hand, that's still, it's still tummy. And, and it's, that's why it's not a good washing. We're going to stop here with this and we're going to pick up next time with Sifkot and Samach Dalit. It's a shame.